0: Welcome to another David McCracken Ministries podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you. focus for tonight is the glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. The purpose of your life is for the glory of the Lord. The existence of this church is for the glory of the Lord. Your ability to work is for the glory of the Lord. There's not a person in this room that exists to earn a paycheck. You exist for the glory of the Lord. We'll get there in a moment. This afternoon. Feel her up, babe. Keep it coming. Thank you. Can can, 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 we just, can we just? Can we just can we just do it? This afternoon, the Lord started to speak to me. And I realize now where he wants to take it in the glory of the Lord. But I, I, I'm just going to tell you straight up front, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. Is that cool? As opposed to what I normally do. <laughs> so the disclaimer, just read it now. Strap yourself in. The Lord spoke to me very clearly this afternoon and said, first things first. First things first first. And he told me that many people want to be men and women of God so that they can do the will of God. People look at someone like me or Sally, Pastor Stephen, Pastor Kylie and say, I love to be a man or a woman of God because I want to do the will of God. And I heard the Lord say, tell them to do the will of God and then they'll be men and women of God. First things first. I'm a man of God because I do the will of God. I don't do the will of God because I'm a man of God. I pray when I need to pray, when I don't feel like praying. That's why I'm a man of God that can do the will of God and move in the power of God. First things first. And I, and I heard the Lord start to say something. Uh, I just want to uh, unpack. I'm just, uh, I felt the Lord say, There are no shortcuts or free passes to spiritual maturity. There are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. I'm just going if to, you, if you don't like praying in tongues, just close your ears because it's going to happen. I'm just having a conversation. I'm stirring myself up. Come on. Come on. Let's not sanitize the church to the point that the Holy Spirit has to find another place. There are no shortcuts to spiritual maturity. Here's a revelation. No one can lay their hands on you and pray for you to be more spiritually mature. To be healed, yes. Come on. To be set free, yes. To be spiritually mature, to be a man or woman of God, no. No. Jesus didn't overcome the devil on the cross. He overcame him in the wilderness, being tempted by him when he said no, no shortcuts. In fact, one of the devil's temptation was to give Jesus a shortcut and say, if you bow down and worship me, you don't need to go to the cross. I'll give it to you right now. Mm. <laughs> and he's doing the same in our lives. I'll give you a shortcut. No shortcuts to spiritual maturity. Hmm. No free passes. First things first. Say it with me. First things first. Say it one more time. First things. First things aren't first if they're after other things. I know this is going to blow some of your minds. you don't even fin- need to finish school now. I just, that was not a prophetic word. Go to school. <laughs> the very word first means coming before all others in time or in order. First things first. It ain't first if it's behind other things. Yeah. Yeah. <inaudible> We just have the commonwealth games. The bloke who came first, oh, that's sick, he under, and the 100 metres did not come first behind a bunch of other people. Because <laughs> that ain't first. First means before all others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Matthew 6, 33, but seek first. It ain't first, but there's other things ahead of it. Seek first his kingdom. Basilia, his kingdom, his royal authority to rule over. Seek first his lordship, that's kingdom. His will be done, not mine. Seek first. When you want to do this and the Holy Spirit says no, no. In that moment, seek first means nothing else is before his kingdom. You can't be making your own choices in life and following the Lordship of Christ at the same time. Not my will, but yours be done. Seek first. His kingdom. And his, and his, what's that? Has being in a condition acceptable to God. Right standing with God. Seek first being in a right standing with God. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Someone help me right now. In the world we live in, you need to make a choice. I need to make a choice. The world needs to make a choice. Where are they going to be in right standing with God or right standing with people. And the dividing line is coming more and more pronounced in the days that we live in. Church, come on. God says seek first. Come on, prioritize first. Come on, come on back. Revelation 2 to first love. That means there's no other loves ahead of that love, the love for who God is. I don't love God with all my heart if I love my wife more than I love God. The time Sal feels most love from me is when I am loving God most. Then she's secure. She can trust me as a man of God to make right decisions, even in times of temptation and other things. If I'm loving God first, then I love her best. The moment I love her first, I'm in a world of trouble because do you know what happens then? I'm trying to please her, and sometimes pleasing God means I need to make decisions that make me vulnerable to be. I know. We're going to love God. First, first love. You might say, "I thought you were talking about the glory of God." The Lord showed me that this. Has got everything to do with the glory of God. So just stay with me. Just stay with me. Praise God. Seek first. First things first. His kingdom and His righteousness. I I I feel like the Lord saying, "Don't don't 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 even complicate this. Let's just sit in this. Just." Sometimes we want all this. Seek first. First things first. First, nothing else comes before it. His kingdom, His righteousness. And then Jesus speaking, and then all these other things will be given to you. And the Lord started to speak to me. He said, too often we want to get all the things in the right place and sort the things out. So that we can make God his our first priority, we want to sort the things out, put the right things in place. Come on, come on, get the education, pay off the house. Come on, come on, we do that so we can make God first. Are you seeing the clarity of what I'm saying? We're fooling ourselves. First means before all that. God, I'll just finish this and then you've got my all. God wants to be our priority now, and then things will find their right place. I heard the Lord say, stop procrastinating and putting God first. This is challenging me as much as it's challenging you. Some of you guys have got this down pat. That's all good. You lay hands on us later. (laughs) Procrastinating. To delay or postpone an action. To put something off. (laughs) I'll read my Bible once I've finished. Stop procrastinating and putting God first. Can, can, can we just talk, maybe like Jesus would talk. Sometimes people think I talk a bit direct and blunt. I say, have you listened to the words of Jesus? You brood of vipers, you whitewashed sepulchers! Get behind me, Satan, to one of his best mates. Following Jesus is not a walk in the park. It's a submission to lordship. First things, stop procrastinating. But the next thing he said to me, and we'll get on to the good stuff soon, uh, is stop making excuses why we can't put God first. Come on. I just got to, can we just sit for a moment? We need to stop making excuses, which means to try to justify. And excuses when you try to justify. Oh, no, 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 no. It's just for a season. Have you heard that one? (laughs) Just for a season. (laughs) So what does it mean, first things first? As I said, it means nothing else in front of it. That our relationship with God is first. First. Your relationship with God, my relationship with God. It means that the things that God has declared, this is what a follower of Christ does, is what we do. First, prayer is something, pray without ceasing. Pray. Some of us have made all the excuses under the sun of why we don't really pray. But I love God. I, I know this is heavy, but I'm just, I'm not going to apologize. Forget that. But <laughs> respectfully, and you probably heard me say it before, I just, this is about the kingdom of God. This is about people who are dying and going to hell because there's no lights that are shining bright enough. No, no, there's plenty. But God's calling you and I to be a light, a city set on a hill, That is actually meant to be different. So people say, what's different about you? Not, I just feel loved by you. That's that's great. But does your life beg a question? I said to a church recently where I was ministering I'm here to make disciples, not to here to make friends. Hence the reason I say some of the things I say, because if I wanted you to like me, I'd make it a bit prettier. But Jesus would too. He wasn't very good at chasing people down the street going, hang on, hang on. That's not what I meant. Can I explain it? Come and have a latte. Come on. It's all right. Let's just take the easy road. No. Deny yourself. Take up your cross. Come follow me. You want to be my disciple? Come. Eat my flesh. Drink my blood. Oh, that's a bit hard. I'm leaving. Okay, see ya. Do you want to leave too? You can go. Why have we made following Jesus a bless me club when it's actually a deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me club? Seek first. You can't seek first if you're still living. Not my will, yours be. I'm just calling you to die, nothing much. Die to self, live to Christ. First things first. First things first. Come on, early in the morning, will I rise up and seek you? No, I don't have time for that. Then he's not first. No, he is first, but I just don't have time. You have time to put God first. But my business is, then your business is first. But I have to to provide for my family. No, Jehovah Jireh is your provider. and Maybe he'll provide better if you actually put him first. When I get to this amount, then i start tiling. Right now, I can't afford to. Hence the reason why you can't afford to. Because he's not first. Is he first in your finances? Is he first in your time? Is he first in your prayer? When you just are tired and worn out, is he first? Because he said, if you're weary, come to me. Not just always to Netflix, come to me. But that helps me relax. Yes, it helps you to relax, but it doesn't help you rest. Because rest is in God, relax is from work. And we're called to rest in God, not just relax from work. Come to me. Forgive when others offend you. I love God, but I can't forgive them. Then you don't love God first. Steve, you're just so harsh. No, I'm just biblical. It's just foreign, so it sounds harsh. (laughs) It's time to return to the Bible. God's looking for some people who literally deny themselves. You can't do that and still be in first place yourself. I read an Instagram thing, uh, it must be true then, um, that uh, recently I saw this thing. It was from a prophet. So, again, must be true. But I saw this thing that said, I finally found something that God left out of the Bible. Your opinion. (laughs) I love that. But Steve, that's just your opinion. No, it's the Bible. But Steve, would you like to hear my thoughts on that? No, I want to hear the Bible thoughts. Him being first means what does his word say, not what do I feel, not what does social commentary say, what, not what does the, what the government say, not what does social media say, not what does Wikipedia say, what does the Bible say. You're a bit fanatical, Steve. No, this is normal Christianity. Deny yourself. When I get things sorted, Steve, I, God's not first. How much are you saturating yourself in God's word, meditating on God's word day and night? That's legalism. It's Bible! I don't feel like it needs to be eradicated. From our lips. Lord, help me right now. (laughs) I just feel God wants to be first. Why? (laughs) For the glory of God. This is what the Lord showed me. I'm going, Lord, I know you're telling me to talk about first things first. But it's just. Stand on a couple more toes before we move on. I don't have time to regularly gather together with the saints. I don't have time to regularly come to church because of what i got on, then God's not first. I, I don't know where we've got to the place where occasional church attendance is, It'll, Steve, legalism again. Bible. Do not forsake the gathering together as some are now in the habit of doing. I remember the day the Lord said to me, no habit ever started as a habit. It's just once. It's just one cigarette. Come on, it's just a couple. I'm a bit stressed. I'll stop. Fast forward five years. I don't have time to be in the house of God, means God's not first. I've got to call it as it is, because we're living in a time now, even people I watch online, that ain't putting God first. You can get the message, but you can't get discipled. You can get taught, but you can't really get discipled. You need to be in a place where iron sharpens iron. Come on, people. And you need to be in part where the body is fitly joined together, not where the body is just remotely watching. Come on, we are fitly joined. My head's there, my leg's there, my neck's there, but we are one body. That's a dysfunctional body right there. We are are knit together, supplying everything the body needs. And I contribute my gift. If you're not contributing your gift, then God's not first. Because the Bible said He gives gifts to each one as He wills. I'm calling the church to be the church. First things, for, is this right, Adrian? I mean, there's no livers, but it's, it's all right, right? <laughs> if you were not here last night, you missed out. Praise God. Uh, I'm going to move on to the glory of God in a moment. No, I actually mean that seriously. Why would you do that to me? Why would you do that to me? It's like you know me. Goodness me. I'm very rude. Are you all right? wouldn't worry me if you wouldn't, but okay. Yeah, it's all good. Um, thanks. It's ten points for asking, right? The glory of the Lord is what we are created for, to display, to reflect. And even as I'm speaking, some in this room, Maybe, again, you know there's some things not in first place that should be in first place. And the justification of it on paper probably is reasonable. I'm not here to lay a guilt trip on anyone or to put anything extra to the Bible, but I just want to look you and I love you enough to say, Many times the blockage in our life is due to something else being in first place. But I feel to say to some people in this room, even in your finances, people go, don't go there. Do you know Jesus talked about finances more than prayer? Because he wants you to be free and flourishing. Why? So that you can be generous to others. Come on you can generous. Come on. The church, we should be the wealthiest place, not for our sake, but actually to sow into the world. What would happen if we could just sow into Mildura and do some things? Come on. But, But we have to do God's way. Not when it's... Can you just do us all a favor, myself, yourself, all of us? Remove it. When I get to this... I will do what God says. First things first. Prayer. Meditating on the Word. Not reading the Word, meditating on the Word. Tune over, thinking about it. Come on. on. Forgiving. Gathering together. Using your gifts. Here's one. Stir up the gifts of God. I just want us to be this people that are so. Talking to your wonderful pastors today. I think that we've got an incredible culture in this church of loving the encounter with God. We're headed tonight. You guys have them during the weeks, loving encountering God. But as we talk back in the first eight nights of the ten nights of fire, that God's plan was never just encounter for us to be blessed. It was encounter and commission, encounter and commission. Come on. Come follow me. Be with me. Now I'm going to send you out to fish. Come on, commission. And I want to bring a word of encouragement and maybe realignment. I feel that some of us have dropped the commission part because we're still focusing on the encounter part. And God wants to send us, not just bless us. God wants to send us and not just bless us. Amen. Praise God. Why is it all this important? Because it's about the glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. Say it with me. The glory of the Lord. Habakkuk 2 verse 14. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The earth will be filled. Please, please, no wasted words in the Word of God. Are you ready just to go deep just for a moment here? The the earth will be filled. It could have said this, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of God. It said, it doesn't say the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord. Because sometimes we think we just want people to know the Lord, as in just that Jesus, they accept Jesus and all good. No, no, no. I Habakkuk prophesied uh, the earth needs to be filled not just with the knowledge of the Lord, but the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. The knowledge, the word knowledge means to to know, to ascertain by seeing, that, that we see something that makes it certain that we know that we know that we know. Come on, people. I don't need to just hear someone talk about something. I need to see the glory of the Lord so that I know. Come on, I work with someone. I can see the glory of the Lord. I know that I know that God is real because the guy that sits opposite me, man, he carries something. It means to ascertain by knowing, to be certain by seeing rather. The earth will be filled with the knowledge. And I've talked about this and, and I've mentioned it many times, but one of the great... Curses of the day is not the pursuit of knowledge because the Bible talks about knowledge, it talks about the knowledge of the Lord and the wisdom of God, doesn't it? And the understanding. But the pursuit of knowledge for the sake of me knowing something is destroying believers because we are chasing after all these things that we want to know, all the while missing out on the mysteries of the kingdom that God wants to reveal. But we are taking our time because I want to know about this and how this works and how this works and how this works and God goes I've got kingdom secrets to reveal to my people but you're so focused on accumulating knowledge and head space stuff love the Lord your God with all your mind don't feed your mind with all the stuff and pride yourself on how much you know knowledge puffs up but rather I want the earth to be filled, not with the knowledge of what's happening in the world and on social media and, and what this entertainer is doing and what this sports person. Come on, people. Not what, come on, pre, post, mid. Come on, come on, come on. Not, not vaccine, not vaccine. Thank God we're starting to move past that. But I pray that it will be filled with the knowledge of the glory. Of the Lord. This is why first things first is essential. You can't get even from me today what God needs me to download to you if I'm not living first things first in my life. And it's not because I'm an amazing man of God. It's because I'm prioritising first things first in my life. Perfect? No. But persistent? Yes. Come on again and again. Be transformed by the renewing, not once, but to make new again and again and again. The renewing of your mind. How? By the washing of the water, by the word. I'm going to make it my first priority. Saturation in the word so I'm not polluted by the world. What does the word glory mean? It means weights. The weights The earth be filled with the knowledge of the weightiness, the splendor of the Lord. I fear that Jesus has been reduced by far too many to a nice bumper sticker. A nice, I believe in God. I'd like to thank God for this Oscar. I'd like to thank God. What does that mean? Even as believers, we've got to be captivated again. We even sing songs about the glory of the Lord. But it literally means the weightiness of who he is. That's what needs to fill the world again, the earth again. May the earth be filled with the weightiness. Be filled with the knowledge, the understanding, what by seeing in the people of God, the weightiness of who this Lord, this self existent one is. I want to go to the book of Exodus, chapter thirty three. How you doing? good to eat some steak in church, isn't it? Praise God. Exodus 33, verse 15, down to 23. This is just after Moses had received the Ten Commandments that come down, children of Israel, chapter 32. Chapter 32 is a devastating chapter of the Bible. Moses has been taking a while and the children of God who God delivered out of slavery. said, this fellow Moses, I mean, even the language, this fellow Moses, he's taking a while. Um, how about you make us a, a, a God that we can serve and follow? And Aaron the priest does it and then lies to Moses about what actually happened about it all. And God says, I'm not even going to go with these people because if I do, I'm, I'm going to just destroy them. They keep on being so rebellious. And Moses intercedes for the people on behalf of God, and God changes his mind. Let's not underestimate the power of our intercession with God on behalf of other people. Come on. Isn't that what Stephen did when Saul stoned him? Do not hold the sin against him. That's interceding. stuff. Don't, don't wipe them out, God. He's, he, he, they're killing me, but don't destroy them. Great Apostle Paul, because someone interceded. And then we come into here. And basically Moses begs God, will you please go with us so that the people don't actually conclude that you're a bad God. Did you hear that? It wasn't so that we've got you and we feel good. We don't want people to get the bad idea, the wrong idea about you. So would you go with us? That you didn't bring us out into this desert just to destroy us. Man, the perspective shifts. That sometimes we need to get and we pick it up here. Let's just pick it up in verse fifteen of Exodus thirty-three. Then Moses said to him, talking about to the Lord, he's talking to the Lord. If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. What would happen if that's how we lived every day? Do you know the word presence in the Hebrew is the word face, where you talk about seen the face of God same word your God if your face doesn't go your, your very person doesn't go don't send us up but but notice what it says if your presence doesn't go with us don't send us out from here it's even right there I see a counter and commission come on people it's not just if you're presence if I don't feel your presence I, no 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 if your presence doesn't go <laughs> they're, they're, I'm gonna go. I need your presence to go with me. Come on, Monday morning, God, I'm going to work. I need your presence, your face to come with me. Uh, If your presence doesn't go, don't send us. And here's the beautiful thing. He never sends us without a guarantee of his presence. Come on. Oh, I feel like a breach coming on. Uh, Matthew 28. Oh, karabashakiranda. 18, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, says Jesus, and I've given it to you. Therefore, go and make this Go, 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 and make disciples of all nations, baptising them, fully immersing them into the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, into the fullness of who God is. Come on. And teaching them to obey everything that. That I've commanded, and lo, I am with you always to the end of the age. Your going is given with a promise that I'll go with you. Even if I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear evil, because even there, your rod right and your staff will comfort me. When I awake, woo, you're still with me in the morning. Ah, you open your eyes and there's the Lord. Come on, time to have a good day. Come on, time to come and for a walk with me. My, woo, rabba Praise God. I'm having a bit too much fun. I have just someone tell me when to stop. If your presence doesn't go, don't send us. Well it says my presence will go. Great. I love this. Verse 16. How will anyone know that you're pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? The next part. What Else will distinguish me and your people from all the people on the face of the earth. What will distinct? What will mark us as different from everyone else? I tell you right now, it will not be the sign on our front door. It will not be the size of our congregation. Come on, people! It will not be the songs we sing or the sermons we preach. It will not be what. It, it, ah, 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 fill in the blanks. It will not be my education. It will not be how many Bible scriptures I can quote. It will not be how long I have been attending church. The thing that will distinguish us, says Moses, is the fact that you go with us. hmm And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked because I'm pleased with you and I know you by name. Isn't that nice? That's beautiful. Then Moses said, now now that you said your presence is going with us. I need you to get this. We're going to pray in a moment or two or three or four, but just get this right now. God says, I'm not going to go with you because I might destroy you. Moses intercedes, and then Moses with God, and God changes his mind. Moses says, please don't send us anywhere unless your presence, your face comes with us. The Lord says, I'll do it. And then he goes, now show me your glory. But I thought you've already said your presence. Oh, come on. Do Do you have room just for the spirit just to drop something in here? He's already said my presence, my face will go with you. So why is Moses now saying Now show me your glory, the weightiness. Whatever we know of God, whatever we know about God walking with us, there's an open invitation in this room right now for us to echo the words of Moses and say, Lord, I know you go with me. I know you're in me. I know you're for me. But would you show me the weightiness, the full measure of who you are? There's more. There's more. I've walked with God my whole life. The longer I walk with him, the longer I walk with him, the more I realize there's more. Come on, taste and see. The Lord is good. I want more. I'll go with you. Moses, great. Now, God, show me the weightiness. Show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. Isn't that nice? And I'll proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I'll have mercy, and I'll have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face. I, I need you to get this. For no one may see me and live. Then the Lord said, there is a place near me where you may stand on a rock, and when my glory my full weightiness just passes by, I will put you in a cliff in the rock and cover you with my hand. Until I have passed by, then I'll remove my hand and you'll just see my back. But you must not see my face. It must not be seen. He said, no one may see my face and live. I need you to get this. A few verses before in Exodus 33 verse 11, it says, The Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one would speak to a friend. Now he said, no one can see my face and live. And when he says, my presence will go with you, it. do you know that the word face and the word presence, I told you, literally is the same Hebrew word which means face. He says, my face will go with you. You've been talking to me face to face as a friend, but no one can see my face and live. What is he saying? I want us to get this. He is saying, Any encounter that we have with God. So I'm going to get you up in a moment. You can hear it wherever you want, whenever you want. But I want want you to stay tuned in with me. (sighs) Right now, I'm just going to pray for revelation because that's what we need right now. Moses talked with God face to face as a friend. God says, my face will go with you but you can't see my face but we've been talking to face to face god was encountering moses face to face as a friend but there was a it that there was a veiled measure there was a veiled measure to this interaction between god and moses why because god didn't want to destroy Moses. He's saying, when he says, no one can see my face, he's saying, no one can see the fullness of my glory face to face and actually live. It will kill you. But what's he saying? He's saying, I, I want to go with you. I, I want to reveal myself to you on in deeper measure. Whatever you know about God, there is more to be discovered. But notice he keeps on saying, my face, my face, not just my hand. we got to stop seeking God's hand and not his face. What he can give us more than who he is. If you say, I know who God is, we need to be like John the Apostle, who the Bible says he's the one that said, I know how much I am loved by this Jesus, and he—he—he he, he was the one who laid his head on, on Jesus' chest and was closest to Jesus. And he was so close to this man Jesus. And then we see in Revelation chapter one when he has a revelation of the risen, the ascended, glorified. Come on, full weightiness of who this God is—the same man that lent against Jesus in close friendship, like Moses spoke to G- the God face to face, fell at his feet as though dead. By the glory of the one whom he knew loved him so much. I think there needs to be a revival in our hearts of the weight of who God is. It won't happen unless first things first. It happens as we saturate ourselves in God's word and take time to hear his voice and to talk with him in prayer and in intercession to turn off, come on church, some things and open up some other things. To turn off Netflix and open it up. It's time, says the Lord, your God, to actually put me first, to seek first my kingdom and my righteousness because I want the earth to be filled with the knowledge of the weightiness of the glory of the Lord as I see Him in you. So I'm inviting you. To come and say, God, show me your glory. If we can be casual with the Lord, if we can be casual with meeting together, if we can be casual with our standards with our behaviour, with our choices, if we can be casual with our relationships, it's only because we have not encountered the glory of the Lord. And I just feel that the Lord is calling us here tonight to come into a place where we encounter the glory of the Lord. Just Maybe get someone to move this out of the way for me. That would be great. Thanks, That's great. You can do that now because your shoulders are good. I wonder if you turn your attention to the Lord right now. Praise God. out of our Before I lead us in prayer, I just want you to sit in God's presence. Let's play over us for a couple moments. Father, speak to us about first things first and the glory of the Lord. Father, would you show us if there's any areas of our life where you truly are not first? One of the first commands of God is don't have any other first idols in your life. No other gods, no other, nothing else. There's only one place for first, the first and the last, the Alpha, the Omega. The Lord wants to be Lord of your time. There's no such thing as free time, spare time, my time. There's only time that God created to be used and lived for His glory. I feel the Lord across this place right now in your holy moment by yourself and God. The Lord needs some of us to repent and realign Lord I want you to be number one I want to put you first I want to seek first your kingdom your lordship your authority your righteousness to be in a place of right standing And I just feel the Lord say some of those things that we've reduced to spiritual disciplines, time in the Word and prayer, these things that we've reduced to some legalistic thing that are actually where the life of God flows. The Lord says, I'm calling you back to make them first priority. For some, it's calling back. For some, it's a brand new thing. Where God, I want to be a man of Your Word, a woman of Your Word. I want to be a man of prayer, a woman of prayer. What does a profit a person? You have gained the whole world, but you lose your soul. Come on. If you want to find your life, then we have to be willing to lose it, to deny ourselves, take up our cross and follow Jesus Christ. This is normal Christianity. And the Lord is looking for a, a revival and a restoration of normal Christianity in the world today. Why? So the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will fill the earth, will fill your home, will fill your work, Place. we'll fill your marriage come on we'll fill your marriage we'll fill your marriage we'll fill your family life father 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 if there's anything right now the Lord is reminding me no procrastination come on no issues there's no justification. Some of you need to repent of right now in this moment. God, I'm sorry that I've said I don't have time for this. That I've that I've made my business more important that I've made my hobbies more important that I've made my entertainment more important that I've made my relaxation more important that what I've wanted has become more important come on if you need to put things right with God put it right with God right now in this holy moment and the beautiful thing is like Isaiah when he saw the Lord high and lifted up he says I'm a man of unclean lips there was repentance and then he was touched with the coals from the altar speaking of the forgiveness of God and in the next breath the Lord. said, who will go for us? Who can go and speak for us? And Isaiah said, choose me. And God said, I will send you. Here's the beautiful thing about God. When we realign, God just recommissions and sends us out there straight away. God says, tonight is the night to put first things first for the glory of the Lord. Out of all the things that have been said tonight, I want you to leave in, tonight as a night of putting first things first for the glory of the Lord. Thanks for listening. For more content, head to our website, davidmccracken.org.